Welcome to the latest episode of the No Harm No Foul podcast. I appreciate you being here today for episode number two. We had a great conversation regarding various topics, such as the dating stage and how to transition into a committed relationship, cheating, marriage, and whether or not it's overrated, as well as gender roles in the modern day relationships. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. When you're dating, what does a man have to do to go from the dating stage to the commitment stage? Okay. Um, so you guys can get a little, like, to, to know me a little bit more. Um, I could be on the dating stage for, like, the romance gap and, like, for a few dates, right? Um, personally, I do need to be with somebody that can ask you officially to be the girl. Um, if not, it's not, it's not clear for me just to step it up. Right. That, that would be the number one. Um, we can go on dates, but I don't have a compromise on you. You don't have it on me. Um, but if there's a mutual interest, it would be nice just to see one day the person coming up to you and be like, Hey, you know what? I think we could just go further. Would you like to be my girlfriend? And we can step it up. And then time will tell, but I think that's, that also comes from a gentleman, mm-hmm. just to get it clear between who you're dating and seeing, mm-hmm. which I hate those titles. Um, you know, like the title seeing or dating? Forever. If you've been seeing a person for a year and you already know the whole family, come on. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Um, it's good to date. It's good to see someone. if you don't know what's happening right but if you're comfortable with the person um with whatever we spoke before uh and you're comfortable and everything i think just stepping up the game and being official will be the first thing to commit into a relationship you know what's something that's unforgivable what's a line that a man should never cross cheating cheating Mm. cheating um that would be number one but I also have another one. Um, sometimes as girls, we don't know when we're dating a narcissist. And you get to have those scenarios of like psychological pressure or damage or, um, yeah, just putting the other person constantly down. And unless you know how to read that, you, you acknowledge. But... Those are two things that a girl should never allow. Someone putting you down, because um, that's clearly sending the message the person is not proud of you or comfortable with you. Um, and cheating will be just with or without a reason. It's clear that the person that you're with it, it needs other um, distractions. What's a queen to you? Am I being interviewed? Um, well, I just, I just want to know. <laughs> you asked me this after a few. What's a queen to a king like you? I truly believe that a man cannot reach his true potential without a woman at his side. If you look at every powerful man, every powerful man in society has an even stronger woman at his side. That's my point. Right? I know people, I know guys that were just like, 
just doing the same thing over and over and over, not getting anywhere, but they're just doing the same thing, right? It's like they have a good idea, but they just don't know what to take to that, that next level. As soon as they get with a good woman, and whether they get married or not, whatever, sometimes they get married. As soon as they get married, boom, they're, they're able to break through that glass ceiling that was above their head. I don't know what kind of ancestral, spiritual, soulful power that women possess. Maybe it's because they're the only ones that can truly bring life into the world. But there's something divine about them that empower us. You see what I'm saying? So as a result of that, that, that transfer of power, man, you got to have nothing than respect for that. Like you have to put them on a pedestal. That's a queen. There's a lot of girls out there that ain't queen material though. What do you want to know who they are? No, let's talk on camera. We're here right now. I don't give a fuck what her career is or how many kids she has. Or it, It's not about that. It's really not about that at all. It's a, it's about what we can do together. It's what she can bring a lot of things. There could be a point in time where I'm down and out. Maybe I just lost a job or something like that. And she, not support, but maybe she could provide. You know what I mean? It's like where I'm strong, where I'm weak, she can make me strong. Vice versa. Right? Like, for example, I guess she's making enough money for In that example, where, you know what I mean? Damn, I got laid off. Babe, I need you to hit the work field. You know, you got a BA or a master's in this. We need you for that. You know what I mean? Until I get back on my feet, then when I get back on my feet, you can go back to doing what you were doing before. Coming back to my point, leading, taking the lead, not necessarily when the guy, it's not weakness, it's just circumstances. Circumstances. There we go. But if you can also take the lead on like saying, you know what, we both make good income and then we can just work this out together. It's going to be maybe for two months, maybe it could be for a year or whatever. Um, That's when I think roles, gender roles don't really matter. It's more of a Mm -hmm. who you are and what you built that even though one of us is like struggling, the other one can just keeps bringing things up. It's it's just balance. Balance. Equilibrium. That's what it's all about. And again, it's building together. So it doesn't matter what she's doing or what I'm doing as long as we're doing what we're doing together and we have a goal and aspirations that we want to reach. And we're on the same wavelength for that. And then the world is cold. The world's going to throw us certain curveballs and, you know, derail us. But as long as we're together and we're solid, ain't nothing going to derail that train. We're going to hit that. We're going to train the promised land. You know what I mean? We're going to reach where our destination is because we got each other. Do you believe in marriage? No. (laughs) That came quick. No hesitation. Why is that? Why no marriage? Amazing how you ask me that question because it doesn't long. I'm just going to tell you it it might make you laugh and people will agree with me. Um, Mm -hmm. If there is the word marriage but you can also pronounce divorce. The first one doesn't count. Gotcha. As easy as that. I think it's just something that society 
in many cultures is push you to do mm-hmm. it. Um, does it really work though? It doesn't. Compromising, like being responsible, effective, um, loving, caring, it comes where, where, like way before uh, getting engaged. I think people just get into this trap of like material stuff, the ring, mm, um, the ceremony, all the, the glitz and the glamour to it. Which I don't mind who, to whoever wants to do it. Mm. Um, to be honest with you, I just don't see myself with the cake look and then the mm. ceremony. And I could do the party and the drinking 100%. Um, but I'm just not a big believer of um, marriage. So you believe in coming together and having a partnership, a lifelong partnership, but you don't necessarily believe in the certificate, in the actual marriage license. And I think everything changes when a lot of people does that because they feel trapped. It's like, if I do this, excuse my language. Um, no, you don't have to excuse your language here. We good. Oh, amazing. <laughs> okay, so it's like you're with this person, but in a way, I feel it takes the um, the, the romance gap. It, it, it's just day by day. It's like you're doing things because you have an obligation, not because you want to. Mm. And, and, and it just gets to the point of caring more about the ceremony and the dress and how will people actually acknowledge the wedding. But it doesn't come down to what are you feeling? Are you choosing the right person? Are you guys a match? Because you might like many people. Are they good for you? And I think people don't really ask themselves those questions. They don't give them themselves time to just say I don't want to have kids mm-hmm. or I want to take I don't know dancing classes or I want to take another career path I, mm-hmm. I really think people just rush into it a lot of people make that mistake but a lot of times there's sorry do you want to chime in yeah I find, I find it crazy how uh, people or couples will spend hundreds thousands of dollars on a, on a wedding to, to host you know, 200, 300 people, and that money can go towards a house or a business or something that caters to their future and whatnot. I'm actually going to say something. I was, I was on a wedding on Saturday. Oh, yeah? Well, how was that? How was that? I'd love to be a guest. I'm not dreaming to be the bride. <laughs> um, of course, I'm not going to say who I saw getting married. Um, she was very happy. That's all I'm going to say. Her dress was fucking amazing. Um, did I notice or felt that the wedding was or had a little bit of romance? It was like a speech. It was like... Pretentious? It wasn't pretentious because they, they've actually been together for a long time. Um, it's just a position where you feel kind of like they got to a certain age. Mm-hmm. They already lived together. They needed that certificate. Mm-hmm. And then also I think the, 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 the groom was actually just placing the bride. It was just like, this is her dream. This is what she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but isn't that usually the case, though? Not necessarily. No? In my case, like, if somebody... Speak wants- from your case, but also from people you know as well. 
the, the crazy thing is my dad and my mom were not successful with their marriage. And why is that? Because they were not a match. So why'd they get married? They were dumb. Young and dumb? Or just dumb? I had both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I adore I, I, I adore my mom and everything, but um, I think every situation that comes in your life is a, is a mirror. And, and you have the option to actually acknowledge it and, and see it and um, learn from it. But on the other hand, I have like my grandpa and my grandma from both sides, my dad and my mom. They were extremely successful. Um, my older sister is one of them. I really respect and admire her marriage. Why? Because they did things different. They started dating. Um, they've been 17 years together. They lived together before getting married. Okay. Common law. Exactly. And then they got to know each other to the point of like, am I able to actually live with this person? Waking up with this person every morning. And then they never rush into like the big ceremony or anything like that. Everything was smooth, was natural. Right. You can sense it. Even I think it's the most romantic and real wedding I've been to. Um, until the day, until today, did they steal together? And they're just expecting a baby. Oh, congrats. That they didn't want. Whoa. And okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's good to just let people know because we, we tend to rom like get to romanticize everything. It's cool that you don't have, you don't want to have kids, but then when, when come, one comes along, it, it changes you. It does. It's how human behavior in every single circumstance change absolutely and then um they're expecting a baby and they're happy and everything just switch but it was the right timing they never rush into anything mm -hmm. um i'm not saying all the marriages are a failure but um mm -hmm. i would rather not to do so you're more on the side of doing common law for a few years testing out how it would actually be with that person a lifelong partner yeah and then if it's uh, successful then going about with a ceremony and drinking, a lot of drinking, right? And dancing. And course. dancing, of course, of course. Okay, I'm with that, I'm with that. Um, I think there was a, a follow-up question I had on that. Yes, on the marriage, yes, yes. So once you do get married, do you believe in traditional gender roles? No. Okay, so you don't believe in the man being the breadwinner and the woman staying at home? Well, she did also say in the beginning of the interview that she's the one that takes the lead. There you go. That was on the first date, my man. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you one thing. Whoa, whoa. There is a difference between a first date and a marriage and here. she also said that she's not, she, she doesn't believe in marriage. So hey, you, you just keep snacking on what you're snacking on over there, eh? You have a good point here. Why? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, this is another advice now that you asked me before. Whatever you do as a girlfriend, as a boyfriend, you keep doing as a wife or as a husband. husband. Keep it consistent. There you go. It's something in you. It's your personality. If the guy doesn't know how to lead, now I don't take control or I don't lead because it's two different things. Okay. What do you think is going to happen on that date? On the date or in real life when you're actually in a relationship? Because if you're taking on more of the masculinity role, I think eventually you're going to get tired of it. 
right? Because that man should be fulfilling that role. But he's taking more of a feminine role, a backseat. Whereas you need someone to be more masculine. Because if you're masculine, you're going to be tired eventually. You're going to be tired of it. I, it doesn't work out, period. It doesn't. Trust me, it doesn't. You know what I mean? This is this is my inter this is your interview. Like I'm interviewed, <laughs> but I gotta put in my two cents about this. Let me tell you, if a man is always allowing you to take charge, there's gonna be a point in time where you're gonna be like, is this really a man? Like, why am I fulfilling his duties? This is the thing. It's not about always giving you um, charge on something. It's more like we could both take control we can both have initiative we could both bring money in the house we could both say no you cannot be your partner's pleaser and the other person it's also not after you okay so you believe in an equal balance between things that seems really nice in an ideal world but doesn't seem too realistic because it seems you can be flexible on the good things that are not going to be changed, mm -hmm. but you can also not be flexible because you you guys that like to just play the the catch game, right? Oh, yeah. Let's go to that. You know why? Why do we like to play that game? Why? Because you guys like to chase. You guys like to go after. The and why? Game. Because naturally we are hunters. Exactly. Right. So what we do is just give it to you, but if we're also giving it to you all the time. You're going to get bored. What do you mean? What context are you talking about giving it to me? <laughs> <laughs> not that context. Not, not that kind? Okay, because I got distracted a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's just like, same thing goes for you. Like, mm -hmm. if a woman is always like pleasing you and like saying yes to everything, mm -hmm. what's the, the, the challenge at mm -hmm. home or in the relationship? But I, I think it comes down to the personalities of the person, right? So, for example, if myself, if I am a hot-tempered person, right? Like, let's say I'm always busy, I'm always working, I'm always out and about. When I come home, I want to come home to a relaxing person, a person whose temperature isn't as hot as mine, more cool to create that nice, warm, lukewarm balance, right? Where on the flip side... If I am, you know, very, let's say, docile or boring or just timid or more feminine than I am masculine, then what I'm going to be attracted to is a woman that has more masculinity, more, more, you know, fire to them, a Latina, right? Or, you know, because they're, they're hey, I'm not trying to stereotype, but they're generally known as being fiery. I am. Well, there you go. Okay. Damn. What kind of look was that? Damn. It's this is supposed to be honest. Right? <laughs> it's a good thing I got these shades on. Um, <laughs> yeah. His eyes are like, what did you just say? No, but you get what I'm saying, though, right? So I think it, it really comes down to like a temperature balance. This is the thing. Um, I'm giving myself as an example. Like Latinas, we tend to be spicy. We tend to be like. Um, Hot temper, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Um, hot blooded. Also, like caring. Nurturing. Exactly. And, right. and family oriented. And mm -hmm. we can have our personality and character, but we can also be sweet and sassy. It's like, it's like I think Latinas are a combination of a little bit of everything, which makes it a balance. Yeah, por supuesto. 
there you go. So you can come home and like find a nice dinner at the end of the day. Or next day, you're going to find yourself on a sassy bitch mm -hmm. because of something you did. Or she's not having a good day. Mm -hmm. Or she just wants to fight. Mm -hmm. And next day, you might see the caring, loving, cute person that wants to be taken care of. Right. That's myself, right? So mm -hmm. I can play. It's not that I play different personalities. It's just mm -hmm. I have them. You have different exactly. complexes. That's fine. So. A lot of people are like that. Right. Um, but if you're more into like not being so independent and not knowing yourself as well, because that plays a mm. that that takes a, another layer on mm. on making those decisions. Okay. Um, but I guess knowing yourself that well, okay. it, it's something good because you you know depending on the circumstances or difficulties or temper, you are gonna know how to be yourself but still like get the other person's point or temper or whatever right mm -hmm. so if the other person is like screaming you have to opt scream louder or just listen and be like are you done can we just talk about it right yeah i prefer the latter i mean i'm not into getting into a screaming competition or yelling competition because at the end of the day that's your partner you don't want to disrespect them so that's why you also need to get a lot of, um, I think, maturity level in a sense of like knowing how to read the other person, body language and like personality and knowing how you can control that to just help the other person out or like the other way around. Um, and that's when you find a perfect match. Okay. So let me paint a scenario for you and maybe you can help out. Uh, some of the our audience, male and female, if you had a hard day at work, let's just say you work in the office, even though a lot of people work remotely nowadays, let's just say you went into the office, had a rough day, you come home, what kind of man do you want to have there waiting for you? Like what needs do you need fulfilled at that point? Stressful, long day. Because a lot of men, I think, make a mistake, you know, when it comes to this. So... In that scenario, what kind of man do you need for that particular, that time? It would be amazing if he asked me, let's say I'm working outside of my place, right? Mm -hmm. um, what I would love to is a guy that texts me like 10 minutes before getting home. Hey, you want a tea? You want a coffee? Mm -hmm. You had something on your way home. Even if he doesn't do it, the way of just like it's just the the caring aspect of like asking you if you want something right. right and that he's willing to take the time to do so and welcome you home like with anything it could be a meal or a drink or anything to just calm you down it sounds like that's what you want on the regular right how would he know that you're having a bad day communication is key okay if you don't have communication in your relationship. So he should know throughout the day that you're having a rough one. And he should be thinking of something to make you feel better. He should not think because he cannot solve my problems. Um, I'm very like legit on, on not expecting anything, even from my partner. I think everything has to come natural. Mm -hmm. Like 
let's pretend I don't have a good communication in my relationship and I'm just desperate getting home and I'm pretending on my bad day and energy that he's going to guess and assume, things are, are starting off and in a bad way. Right. But if I do have good communication with my partner, I'll be like, you know what? I need to just let it out. I'm having a bad day. I'll tell you at home. He doesn't need to know the whole story. But he right. has a context, right? right? And then just offering yourself as like, you need anything, a drink or a meal, or do you want me to wait for you so we can talk about it? Do you need an advice? It would be amazing. And I can also have the attitude of like coming home and like literally just speaking about it or be like, you know what? I had a horrible day. Um, having some humor in it and then just saying, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be another day. But just the fact that the other person is willing to do something for you, mm-hmm. even just listen to you, it, it's just those little things that build up. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're expecting flowers and everything because right. that doesn't happen on a daily basis. Nor should it. I mean, let's be real. You want flowers every day? No. Exactly. That's my point. And I don't want flowers just on special occasions. No. I didn't say that. Exactly. A surprise. I love element of surprise. Imagine just coming home on a Monday. On a Monday or Wednesday. Or a freaking, I don't know, Sunday morning. Let's go for flowers. It's like, cool. Why? Because I want to just, I don't know, I want to decorate the house. I want to make it look more. Um, I like those details. I don't like when guys mm-hmm. um, try so much to impress or mm-hmm. to actually make an special day to have the excuse of buying something. Or And I've always been very independent. Um, I'm not expecting material things to come to me. If I want them, I'll get them. Fellas, I hope you're taking notes. Yeah. Taking notes, right? All right. A hundred percent. Ali's dropping some gems right now for you guys. Let's go. Um, hey, my man, Julio. I'm bringing you in on this, brother. <laughs> How you feel about cheating, man? If a girl cheated on you, would you take her back? Perfect time. Perfect time. Cheers. <laughs> we got Line it. Line of love. <laughs> <laughs> it's unforgivable. Here we go. No second chance on that. But I think it's different for women. And I don't know. That's how I feel. Why is it different for women? But it could be different for men too. But like for me personally, I wouldn't do it. I agree. Like I, 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 I would hate it if, if you know, my, my girl cheated on me. Like I feel so disrespected on so many levels. But how about if that girl was the one? It, it wasn't the one, clearly. So, thank you. That's, that was the response I was looking for. That, and it came. Like, it just comes down to the one I answered before. It's like, we do need to acknowledge those things because those are signals that those are patterns that they're not going to change. Right. If you're hearing this message, wow, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for more episodes and remember to hit that like, download, and subscribe buttons. Thank you once again. Stay humble.